Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. The Master's Voice is available on different audio and visual platforms. Visual platforms include here on YouTube in English, that's the channel you're watching right now. In Spanish, that's Canal Profetico, La Voz del Señor. There's also a Spanish blog by the same name. There is the main website where all these prophecies, except for some of them that have not yet been put up, can be found. That is www.the-masters-voice.com. Prophecies on the Master's Voice have been given to me since the year 2012 until now. It is August 2023. All the prophecies are in print. Every prophecy has a title that the Lord has given it. Every prophecy has a date. The date that you see on any video, on any platform, is the date that I received the prophecy. I do not give prophecy fulfillment dates. The people who are telling you dates for things are lying to you, catfishing your soul, and it is time for you to be responsible about your understanding of prophetic things. False prophets are a reality. Liars are a reality. People hunting for the souls of men and women are a reality. What will the people do in the midst of the realities of today? Must take responsibility. That is the first thing. Take heed that you are not deceived. That is also the first thing. Stop blaming people and holding them accountable for the information that you are hearing for the first time that is knocking you on your backside. That is also the first thing. We are in the last days. God is looking to lift up the church as a banner, but a banner that is soiled, a banner that complains, a banner that is full of fear and in terror of what is coming instead of fortifying itself and rallying to the central points, Jesus at the center and not the church at the center. These things must be taught and that is what is happening here. The Master's Voice is available on audio platforms. You can find it on SoundCloud. You can find it on Google Podcasts, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, you can find it on Spotify, video platforms, BitChute, Brighteon, Rumble. That's where you can find all the COVID prophecies. They can no longer be hosted here on YouTube because of their policy constraints, whatever that means. Today, I'm continuing a prophecy that is one set of dreams received on Saturday, I think it was a Saturday, the date is July the 11th, 2020, so that was quite a while ago, and this part two is called The Realities of Today, part two, July the 11th, 2020. The banner scripture is this, and the people at the core of this prophecy is these young ones. The banner scripture says, but if anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him to have a large millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world for the causes of sin. These stumbling blocks must come, but woe to the man through whom they come. So I explained just recently what a millstone is. A millstone is a complicated piece of ancient technology used to crush grain and used to crush corn and things like that. And you would lay one millstone flat and it had a groove in it. So it's a little bit like a tire like that. And then the second millstone you would place in it like this. And then you would put a series of sticks through the bottom one and through the middle one. And then you would turn the sticks 
And by that process, as you went around in a circle, you would make the millstone roll and it would crush to a very fine powder. As you continued going round and round with this heavy stone upon another heavy stone, you could crush anything to a very fine dust. And that is how people made their flour, their cornmeal, their oatmeal in those days. The Lord says that if you cause a child to stumble, if you cause a child to fall, it would be better for you to have one of these large stones put around your neck and drowned in the depths of the sea. The Lord is not saying that the punishment for causing a child to be violated, causing a child to be killed, causing a child to lose their life will be that you will get a millstone. He says that it is better to have the millstone and drown. If you have a millstone on your neck and you're thrown off of a ship or boat, there's nowhere you're going but to the bottom of the sea to be eaten by whatever lives down there. Now he's saying that it's better to die that way than for he, Jesus, to meet you after you have stumbled a little one. How do we stumble the little ones? I will take a brief moment and I will read to you from an old prophecy that I did in 2021, and that prophecy is called God Said. I was going over the prophecy today, and it has quite a few eye-opening portions in it, but the portion that came upon my heart to read in the hearing of listeners, old and new, is the place where the Lord himself detailed all the many things that count as child abuse. This prophecy is called, God said, God said, and the timing of this prophecy is May the 27th. 2021. God said, May 27, 2021. The Lord God said that there are children abused every minute in America. Three kinds of abuse, three ways. Child abuse, child sexual abuse, and child ritual abuse. Child abuse, and then you add the word sexual in there, child sexual abuse, and then you add the word ritual in there, child ritual abuse. Child abuse is slapping, hitting, breaking the bones of children, slamming children against walls. This is not only for the little ones. This is also for teenagers that fathers collar and slam into walls, big boys, big girls that dads and moms want to control torturing children, burning things on the skin of children, spitting on children, pulling their hair, punishing them by taking away the basics, removing their food, their shelter, denying them their basic needs, stopping them from taking baths, chaining them to beds, such as that couple did, having almost 13 kids in the home, leaving them chained to the bed, unable to take baths, feeding them very little, leaving them on soiled mattresses, leaving them in the dark, dragging children across rooms, kicking children, punching them, incessantly screaming at children and torturing the child mentally by telling them things over and over that cause their minds to eventually crack or to develop very poorly. And the Lord showed me at this time a picture of an adult who was speaking to a child in a very calm voice, no screaming. But what they were saying to the child caused the child to grow up crazy. So I didn't hear what they said. I simply saw them talking to the child in a very civilized tone. But whatever they told this child, they said it enough that the child grew up 
absolutely insane. The mind of the child, instead of going forward, the child's mind I saw went sideways due to deliberate torture and unraveling of that child's mental peace by their parent. And please understand that there are parents who excel at doing this. This is the kind of abuse that child services and the social worker will never find because you cannot explain to another person how your parent literally causes your mind to become unpicked like a poorly knitted sweater until you can grow up to be a serial killer, you can grow up to be a child abuser, or you can grow up to be the kind of person who, as soon as a minimum of pressure is put on you by life, you will drive off a cliff or put metal in your mouth and end it. The second type of abuse is child sexual abuse. This is rape. This is sodomy, sleeping with children in the backside, which the Lord has explained very carefully on this channel, destroys the inner workings of a person. If you ever want to completely scatter and destroy the internal framework of the human being, abuse them in the back and see what the end of that will be. Forced sex or forced sexual contact because of threats. So threat of violence, threat of punishment, threat of discipline, whatever the threat is, if you force sex or force any form of sexual contact, you touching a child against the child's will, even if the child is so small that they don't actually have a will to understand that they can say no to this kind of thing, or forcing children to touch you, calling it your little secret, anything like that, that is child sexual abuse. Touching children's chests, their breasts, touching their private parts while they are still growing. Oh, you're getting so big. Oh, look, she's wearing a bra now, snapping it. You are abusing that child. Keep your hands to yourself and worry about your own bra. Telling children sexual things. Facilitating early exposure to sex, the sex act, or any part of it having full sexual intercourse with young children or teenagers by an adult or with young children by a teenager with that young child or teenagers together, you people are abusing one another. Don't think because you're 12 and 14 that it's not abuse. You just don't have the wisdom and the understanding to know how you are both setting each other's spirit and souls on fire. Teenagers or children being abused by adults. Encouraging sex between young children or teens and telling them that it's good for their health and good for their development. So these are the people who bring trafficked children to their parties or pay teenagers to come and perform for them at their parties or pay teenagers to come and perform with the adults or to perform with each others or to perform on children or children to do things with each other and the adults watch as the entertainment. Telling children that early sexual activity is healthy for them to grow up to be sexually active 
So it will help you when you're older if you learn things now. So learn how things work now so that you can be a good husband, a good wife. You gaslight a child. You destroy their internal structure by introducing them to things that the Lord never conceived of when he created this act for a man and a woman in marriage. You tell them that it's a way to make sure that they'll grow up properly. Sexual experimentation on children, trying things out on young people, youths, teaching children sexual things ahead of time and ahead of the place for it, such as what is happening in all of America's schools. And many nations are following this decrepit nation in teaching far too advanced sexual material to their young people. Young people, you think that you're learning it and you're being savvy. You are being destroyed. And this is why you grow up to be so hot under the hood that you can't keep off the streets. And it is becoming increasingly impossible for any of you to settle down and have a home with one person because your body has a memory of 60 people, 15 people, 22 people, 109 people. And all those people are standing around the bed whenever your wife looks at you. The ghosts of all the ex-girlfriends past are there with you. And it is impossible for you to escape those things without complete repentance and deliverance. It happened when you were 15 and 16 and you thought you were a stud. And now you're 35 and your marriage is a shambles because you're on your 12th affair and your wife only knows about one. Child abuse. At the time when the teacher was giving you the eye and you thought you were the man and you didn't know that because you were a child, she was abusing you. Teaching children sexual things ahead of the time and place, such as happens in the school. And there were probably more things that the father said to me in this dream, but these are just the ones I was able to bring through to consciousness. Sexual abuse is rampant in the United States, God said. It's almost like an offering. It is a type of offering. It is a type of currency, the Lord says, a type of offering that is being lifted up to the old gods of America. So clearly the old gods of America is not Jesus Christ. The old gods is that feathered serpent that is called Quetzalcoatl from the Mexican culture when the ancient Incas and the rest of them used to live here and worship all types of things. And that culture was all across this region before any one ever came here to claim America as the new world. The old gods were here before, and the Lord says that they have always demanded the desecration of young ones to appease them for the things that they give those who seek them. So I just explained in a previous prophecy that people have been worshiping the unclean and the undead for hundreds of years. And just the fact that they're wearing suits and cologne now, looking civilized, has changed nothing about what goes on in the underbelly of most of the developed countries. Witchcraft is seen as something that is associated with countries that are not developed. That's what the heathens do. But actually, witchcraft runs the gas of most of these fancy countries that are leaders in the United Nations and other international forums. And God says that the old gods are still here in America and they're still demanding their sacrifice. And the sacrifice that they have always wanted is children. And when you give them children, then they will give you what you want. Power, jets, planes, money, influence, whatever they want. Sexual abuse has destroyed the foundation of America. Child sexual abuse also includes abortion. 
And the Lord says that this is the first and the earliest form of abuse against children because abortion abuses children before they even get here. The final and greatest form of child abuse is death. When you put children to death in anger, in careful plots, killing them and then claiming on the news that you're anxiously hoping for anyone who has information on my child. When you killed the child and threw it somewhere and then started to cry for the 911 people, that is a careful plot. And Father God will expose every last one of you, those watching from jail and those who are not even watching at all. In multiple ways, people are put to death by their own parents and, their, and by others. This is children. Children are handled negligently and very carelessly in the United States of America, and that is why they die. They are starved, they are beaten, they are choked, they are raped and sodomized until they simply cannot hold on to life anymore, and they pass away. The third way, besides child abuse and child sexual abuse, is children are used for ritual sacrifice. Now, the first time the father led me into this understanding that this thing existed was when I was looking at other information that he has given me. And this case about a young lady, a young child by the name of John Benet Ramsey came up. I have never heard about that child before, but I found her while I was doing some reading one day. And God told me as I read the details of this horrific case, Celestial, this happens night and day in America. The Lord said that the death of this child was a ritual sacrifice. Nobody broke in from anywhere to do anything. The Lord says that this child was put to death as part of a ritual. She was satanic currency. She was exchanged as something, life and blood, that was exchanged for spiritual power. The Lord said children are used as sport here, meaning in America, they are a hunting pleasure by the rich and important people of this nation. He said that they are abused to within one inch of their lives and then finally murdered as sacrifices to false God. Many of the children who suffer this way come from within the care system of America. That's right, the fostering system, where by the time the child has gone through three homes, that's three grown men in those homes that has used the child as a girlfriend or boyfriend when the child is neither. Children whose parents abandon them or who can't care for them properly and have the children taken away, but also parents who lose their rights but are trying and fighting to get their children back. The Lord says that the fodder of the ritual machine shops among this demographic and from other places. There is child trafficking, child trafficking in America, he said. There is a child bride market, Celestial. There is a child slavery market. There is a child exchange where the child's own parent will give their child away to an adult for a certain amount of time so that the child can be used for sex and the parent is paid with money or some other favor. And this type of ritual abuse happens at every conceivable level, from rich to poor. Hi, I'm Madison, and I have my little baby, Anna, and Anna's such a good little one. I work a lot, and I'm looking for a good babysitter. Anna isn't any trouble. She's three and a sunny child. 
You can spend an hour with Anna while I'm at work. This is a child trafficking ad and it will be right there in your face on Instagram or TikTok and you won't know what you're looking at. And then you will see creepy Joe and creepy Frank and creepy Allison applying and saying, I'm a great sitter. I'm great with children between the ages of three to five. Those are the rapist pedophiles as bold as you please answering the ad and the mom will take all the answers and structure to sell her baby until the baby dies and then she will tell cps that she doesn't know what happened every conceivable level rich to poor and the blood of these children god said is testifying from the ground of america and here's what he said the blood tells me who did it who hurts them who killed them and it will be repaid back to the nation. For the Bible says that in a land that is defiled by blood, there can be no atonement for that blood, except that the blood of those who shed it be shed in return. Everyone who sheds blood will be fully repaid by the Lord. So you shall not pollute the land where you are, for blood defiles the land, and the land cannot be cleansed of the blood that is shed therein, except by the blood of him that shed it. Numbers 35 and 33. I hope that will put a stop to praying for the pedophiles, rapists, human traffickers, and the people who eat children. Just a moment, please. We are back to the prophecy, the realities of today, part two. This is July the 11th, 2020. So the fourth dream that I saw on that day, I've described three dreams that I saw. Men conspiring to rape, planning to rape a father assaulting his seven-year-old daughter and the human sacrifices that took place long ago in the ancient past in the nation of England. The fourth dream that I saw immediately after was I was seeing a computer screen in front of me and on it were thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of naked and partially naked photographs of children of all ages. So I'm talking as grown as you want, but still a young person and as young as you want, an actual infant baby. So many thousands of them that I said, Lord, who has all these pictures? Who's taking pictures of little girls that have no top on even before their breasts are growing? Is it their parents? What kind of parents would do this? Why would parents do this? And on top of that, why would these pictures be uploaded to Google? How can these pictures, these pictures were available on Google. So please hear and understand that there are parts of all these search engines. I've already expressed it in the prophecy that is called human trafficking and murder in America. This internet that looks innocent has sections in it where the unthinkable and unspeakable is taking place. Now you might wonder, how can the internet have places with horrible parts in it and the internet owners don't know? Think about that really hard. Run the question through your mind. How can something happen in the ownership of people who have complete oversight of a thing and they don't know? The answer is they do know. They keep it from the mass public, but it's there for those who know the nooks and crannies and the little holes. Google was showing these thousands and thousands and thousands of naked and partially naked pictures of children of all ages. And I was astounded. How do these pictures get put up there, God? Who's got these pictures? And the images began to scroll. And I realized that I was looking through somebody else's eyes. And the pictures were scrolling past. And the, occasionally, the person would pause and click and then pause and click. 
and then back to the main database and scroll and scroll some more. And one picture that was enlarged caught my eye. It was a picture of three very big men, and this was rural setting in America because the men were wearing lumberjack shirts. They were wearing checkered shirts. They had coveralls on, uh, overalls to those who might not know what coveralls are, and they were wearing big rubber farm boots that came up to the knee. And it was three men in the picture. Big men with brown hair and large bushy brown beards. And two of them were standing smiling in the background and there was one man hunched down with two little girls in his arms. The little girls were wearing red Speedos and they had no top on. So it was two little children of about age five to six years. They could not have been older than age five to six years. And both of these were blonde children, red Speedos, no top on, and the man was holding them exactly here in the chest area. So he had his two beefy arms holding one little girl here across her chest, another little girl across her chest, and he was leaning over and giving one girl a kiss. His two friends were cheesing in the background, smiling, and there was a third girl in this picture. She also was blonde and an adolescent. So she was bigger and I cannot remember if this child was clothed or not, but I know that she stood aloof and aside from everyone in the picture, the girls, the, the older men and everything. She stood alone and aloof and I don't know if she had a top on or not, but she was not happy at all, this child. And this picture was taken. It was one of the pictures that was enlarged and I saw it after the pictures had scrolled past. I began to see mass deletions. And the pictures were not deleting like go to one picture, click, delete. No, it was mass deletions. The way you can click 20 files and delete, 30 files and delete. Big chunks of naked and semi-naked photo data began to disappear rapidly from the internet. And I exclaimed, I realized, oh no, someone is removing the proof. Someone is clearing this hard drive. They're removing the evidence and what I felt coming out of the person whose eyes I was looking at were two powerful emotions in this dream, regrets and fear. The first emotion, regret, the one who was deleting these photos was exceptionally sad to lose them. I felt terrible regret pulsing in this person. Like, I'll never get good pictures like this again. I'll never be able to get good pictures like this again. But over that emotion of regret, I felt fear. And here's what the fear was saying. It is better to delete them now because if they catch me, they will give me life in jail. So these two emotions were in this person, regret at losing his photo library, but terror at going to jail for the crime of harm against children. And so as the mass deletion was happening, I felt such frustration in the dream. Father, if they delete this, then how will they be caught? All the proof will be lost. And I was so frustrated watching this dream that it just ended abruptly. And then I woke up. And so you have to understand that we are living in an extremely messed up world. We have every reason to be grateful. The Lord has been good to his people. He has kept us. He has kept us through the good times and the bad times. However, to live with our heads in the sand and to hear these kinds of things and start talking about, well, it's just too graphic for me. Well, then you need to leave. Go back to candy bubble land where nothing ever happens to children. And you think that Amber Alerts simply means that a baby has wandered off following the ice cream man. When we get an Amber Alert, it's a 70-30 chance that we will get the child back alive and in one piece.
and there are way too many Amber Alerts to ignore. There are pictures of naked children online and people have access to these children in the first place. Please think about it. I said that there are pictures of naked and semi-naked children and on online. And to get those pictures, someone has access to these children and is exploiting them for the remote viewing pleasure of others. They're making them take naked and half naked pictures. They're putting them online with their faces visible for random perverts to stare at and put into their private collection. Money is being exchange for this. This is a service. This is a trade. This is a billion dollar business for someone. Children are making somebody rich out there. It's a buyer seller transaction world. Can the church really afford to continue pretending that this does not exist and continue to say, we cannot acknowledge it in this fashion. It's too blunt. It's too true. We need a movie some kind of ending that we can cry over and then we will care about the children. I want to let everybody listening know, whatever you stand on these topics, the church has become one of the greatest embarrassments of the end times. One of the greatest shames. Please understand that before we get to the point where people begin to fall away you can never fall away if you have Christ at core. It is impossible for this one called Christ is a sustainer. He is a keeper. Though the storms abound out there, though they beat against the house, Christ at the core can cause those tears. The tears may rise, but he can cause them to go down enough that you can get the job done. And I am a living witness to that truth. But where Christ is not at core, you will always insist that you must have the gospel plated for you as you wish. And there will simply never be anything like that on the Master's Voice Prophecy blog. You will get the raw thing on the plate and I will say, look at it, there it is. And we will just have to look at it together and just say, well, well, bless God and get on with the business of praying about what needs to be prayed about. All these prophecies have teaching. All these prophecies have understanding. You must understand that in this reality, there are victims and perpetrators. There are people who are doing such wickedness to children that this thing, this thing that these young people are suffering through, even the older young people, what they are suffering through, these children are in bondage somewhere. Their parents have been hunting for them. They're on the missing. Why do we think that we have missing, pe missing people's progressions? Why on earth do we have programs where they will say, this, this, is, this is Franklin. Uh, he was five when he was taken. Franklin would look like this when he is 25. So someone lost baby Franklin at age five. And now she is still out there requiring the police to do facial progressions every birthday and asking if someone has information about Franklin. Franklin is 25. He's either in a slave camp in Venezuela or he didn't make it to age six. And his mother is keeping the flame alive because she believes in the 1% that Franklin will come home, that she will find Franklin on some kind of somewhere. She will find him on a chat group with a new name because he's been sold to an American family across the country from her. And she's willing 
She is like that woman in the Bible. The two women had two babies. They had given birth just a few days apart and they lived together. And one mother rolled over in the night and she smothered her baby. And when she saw that her baby was dead, she took the dead baby and gave it to the other lady and took the lady's living baby and pretended it was hers. And on the argument raged when they woke up, a woman knows who she's given birth to. There is a possibility that Franklin, Franklin's mother keeps getting his face made every year because she can feel in her that the cord of life has not cut. The parent will know some of them. They keep hunting for answers, but in them they know when that cord has been cut. But when the cord has not been cut, your baby is still out there breathing. A mother, a father will feel it and will just keep digging, digging like a dog after a bone that he knows he put there because he can still feel the life of his life calling him from under the ground, from under the basement, from somewhere. Some people have miraculously found their children back, but it's such a tiny contingent, but we cannot overlook it. And that contingent could be widened if the church knew its position, but the church does not because the church is out here buying movie tickets, bless God. The church doesn't want the raw, unfiltered truth because it's so, un, un, it's so uncomfortable. It's so confrontational that you will look at that movie ticket stub and all you will feel is shame. That's why you don't want the truth. The movie ticket stub demands nothing from you but compassion. Hearing the truth of child and human trafficking, child and human exploitation, nakedness is a great shame. Hearing about humans in this condition will make you look at that ticket stub and feel shame. You will feel shame that this is what you thought the truth was. A neatly packaged one and a half hour light fluffy discussion about a deep ingrained filthy under the fingernails evil that is eating this country up from the ground up. And those who don't believe that these things are real and true, the Lord says that human trafficking will become one of the greatest evils in the last days. I've shared this since 2021. I've been leaving bits and pieces. This prophecy, I finally covered it. Bless God, I have finally covered it and gone through with it. But I've been making reference to these two prophecies of the kind of sexual crimes against people. I have been leaving them in videos for years. And the people who have been listening for years, you have heard me warning about the type of rape and the time of type of sexual assaults that are coming. When you hear about it this way, it confronts you, it challenges you, it asks you, where are you in all this? Where are you in all this? Are you at the movies? Or are you here pulling your head out of the sand and saying, I will be an ostrich no more? Jesus, teach me how to pray. Teach me how to confront evil. And at the end of this prophecy, because there is still time, I'm going to share a snippet from my journals. For the Lord said that if there are things that I know and things that he has taught me, then I should say it. This piece is from something that the Lord was teaching me. He was teaching me these things in my dreams. And this was on the 11th of November, 2022. So just after I had down tools, thinking it was for the last time that I would be working on this blog. The Lord was telling me many things in my dreams, in my sleep. I was coming in and out of sleep. And here's one of the things he told me. A snake is a deadly animal, celestial. You can't fix it. And you can't tame it. You can't ever make it good. You can't change a snake from how it is. 
And that's how an evil person is. A snake will always be a snake. They were created that way to keep animal populations down. And they do their job to kill as they were made. What do people think was in the venom of vipers before the fall, my daughter? Was it Kool-Aid? This is God speaking. He uses the language that he knows the people of the land will recognize. Kool-Aid is that delicious, refreshing, colorful poison that we have all enjoyed in our childhoods. What do people think was in the venom of vipers before the fall? So he's taking us back to the Garden of Eden and asking, what do you think was in the fangs of a snake? God is asking, do you think I put Kool-Aid into the fangs of snakes? Do they think that snakes had berry juice in their fangs before Adam and Eve brought sin into the world when all the animals turned bad? The serpent had venom in his jaws since the creation. He was created to kill, and he can never be changed from that. So if I can just pluck your mind for a second off the famous snake poem, because that's where 90% of the listeners have gone. Only 10% are staying fixed on the lesson. The Lord is teaching here that the snake is a deadly animal. He's saying that from the minute the snake came out of he, God's creation, into he, God's hands, and became a living creature out there doing whatever it does, it didn't come out with harmless fangs and then it only became bad when sin entered the world after Adam and Eve had given away their authority and sinned and the whole world fell. The Lord said that the snake was designed to kill. And therefore, people should not be surprised when we see snakes in society doing what snakes do, because the Bible tells us that the wicked go astray from the womb. So then what then are the people of God really doing? Why do we live as if there's no evil between us? Why do we have massive contingents of people? They may not be Christian, but there are people in this world who walk around and say things like, there is no good and there is no evil. There is only oneness and the understanding of the waves of the sea. Absolute mental illness and nonsense. So you get dressed up and you go to work and then someone who's coming from an all night involves you in a fender brender and causes you to become paralyzed for the rest of your life. Careless living, a woman trying to get home before her husband wakes up in the morning, on her way from her nighttime activities, a walk of shame is not watching, goes through the red light, strikes you and changes your life forever. And then you're supposed to slot that evil occurrence and call it there is no good and evil there is only the waves and the and the whatever this is how we're supposed to process the fact that god says that this deadly animal that you cannot fix you cannot tame you can never make it good or change it from how it is and that's how the evil ones among you are jesus never embarrassed himself the way that his church embarrasses itself Jesus never walked around here going, there is no good and evil. He always said, watch. The man taught all the time about wheat and tares. He gave the parable of the man who planted good seed. And then while men slept, his evil, evil enemy came and sowed tares in the midst. And the servants were frustrated and shocked. Master, they said, you sowed good seed. But now look, tares are in the midst. So at the time the seeds were planted, the good seeds were in the ground. And then evil seeds were planted. And nobody was the wiser. Until what? Until manifestation time, the good began to grow 
grow with the evil and they were identical in sight except that the servants were trained they knew how to spot what is evil from what is good and they ran to their master and they said master the the, the crop is ruined Yes, there's wheat out in the field, but yes, master, there are people in the field and asking, but Celestial, why do you say these things about the hybrids? I mean, if they're part Nephilim, they're part demon and part human, can't we pray for the human part of them? Master, what are we to do with this type of person sown into the true church? And the Lord was wise. He said, don't pluck them up. If you disturb the ground now, it will cause the good seed to die let them grow up together until the time at that time cut them all down separate them the wheat bring into my keep the tears put into the fire and burn some of us have peace because we know that no snake is going to get away on jesus christ's watch he who designed the deadly creature and he who knows that you cannot turn the wicked from his way. So don't waste prayers. He knows that if he can get enough people praying for justice, for exposure, for all these sex tapes to come out, for all the data dumps that these little hacker children have in their hands, but they are afraid that the CIA is going to help them into the afterlife quickly if they dump that stuff on the open web he knows the timing of all these things but if he could only get up a hot enough fire from the wheat and not the tears jesus knows how to handle snakes november 11 2022 in my dream or in between dreams a lesson of how the snake is deadly and you can't change him and you should stop walking around being shocked when your cheating husband keeps cheating until he finally brings you the gift of HIV. You should stop walking around and being shocked when people show you who they are and you continue to project on them, not who they are or an understanding of who they are, but who you feel they are. And I'm just going to keep praying until the day they hand you over to the beast system. A snake is a snake and discernment is needed to know how to handle snakes for the snake cannot be changed. The title of this prophecy is the realities of today, July 11th, 2020, now brought out in your hearing something that is happening all over the world, online child pornography, people with massive libraries that have firewalls and proxies and all kinds of fancy gadgets protecting it encryption codes to go to special websites where children are naked being kissed by people who could be their father wearing no clothes just speedos some of them wearing nothing at all graphic heinous acts being performed on them live and many people are paying an amount to go behind a firewall to watch these things happening I am celestial and this is the master's voice. If you want the truth, it is here. The question is, are you able to handle it and respond in a mature way that can be useful as the Lord is looking for wheat and not tares. God bless you. Thank you to those of you that support this ministry. Stay in the way of the Lord. I have closed the comments for now. It helps me to 
accelerate my way through these processes, through these prophecies. It also allows for the harvest to stop leaking out. These words will enter you and you will be able to ruminate on them because you will no longer feel the pressure of having to say anything. If you have anything to say, take it to the Lord in prayer. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our pains, our griefs, our disappointments, and our anger at the things that we are learning, he will bear them. Go to him. That is the place I've always sent people since the first video. Don't speak this way. Speak that way. Until I see you again, God bless you and goodbye.